This episode of HR Rescue is sponsored by MBI Worldwide. MBI Worldwide provides compliant employment screening and safe hiring management solutions. Excellent customer service, integrity, accuracy, integration with existing HR software platforms, secure online account access, and a wide range of products and competitive pricing define why MBI Worldwide believes that good screening is smart business. Each day we get hundreds of questions from our clients and other small and mid-sized business owners about some of the most common HR issues. We figured if they have those questions, you might too. Let's provide a lifeline and share our answers to some of the most common scenarios. This is HR Rescue with your host, Jenny Stone. Here we go! It's a question more employers find themselves asking. What should I do if one of my employees gets arrested? Acting on instinct can lead employers in the wrong direction when it comes to arrested employees. Employers need to consult legal counsel and consider all available options before making any decisions on the worker's job status. Also, it's important that employers be aware of their employees' rights and act in accordance with those rights. Making the wrong decision may result in a costly lawsuit. The following criteria should be considered before suspending or discharging an employee based merely upon an arrest. The policy or rule should not be automatic and any decision to take adverse action should be made on a case-by-case basis. Blanket suspension or discharge rules may be found unnecessary and the correlation between the employer's business and the arrest may be too remote to justify the consequence of an automatic suspension or discharge. Confirm the accuracy of the report of the arrest before taking disciplinary action. Remember, there's a big difference between a conviction for a crime versus an arrest or charge for a crime. An arrest is nothing more than an accusation. Nothing has been proven, so an employer should always be leery about firing an employee for an arrest. The same is true for an indictment or other formal discharge. Employers must be aware that some states have laws that specifically say that employers may not suspend, discharge, or take other disciplinary action based on the fact that the employee was merely arrested. Suspension or termination decisions should be made with the duties of the employee in mind. The company must consider if the offense will have an impact on the job the employee performs. To illustrate an example, an employee that works in an office in an accounting role who is arrested for a DUI may not need to be terminated as the offense is in no way related to the duties of the job. However, a bus driver who is arrested on the same offense may warrant termination as the safety of the passengers needs to be taken into consideration. Each situation should be evaluated on a case-by-case basis, taking into account the facts and circumstances of the particular employee and the reason for the arrest. While terminating an employee for off-duty conduct may generally fit within the at-will doctrine, this is a cautionary reminder that an employer should consider whether there are any statutory or other exceptions under the law that may weigh against a termination decision. Consider other bases for action. The circumstances surrounding an employee's arrest or conviction may sometimes provide a basis for taking disciplinary action even if the conduct was unrelated to work, not egregious, and had no relationship to the employee's job. For an example, an assembly line worker who is arrested for non-payment of alimony may not be able to post bond and so may be gone from work for several days with an unexcused absence. In that case, the employer may take disciplinary action on the basis of the unexcused absences. However, the employer must ensure that all employees with unexcused absences are treated uniformly, 
the fact that incarceration was the reason for the employee's absence must not be a factor in the discipline. Document everything. As with all personnel matters, documentation is critical. The employee file should contain all relevant notes, documents, evidence, interviews, and decision-making processes pertaining to the decision to impose discipline on the employee for the alleged criminal activity. Even the most experienced HR professionals can be tripped up by the rules, so it's advisable to consult with an experienced employment law attorney to ensure that you make the right decision. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the HR Rescue Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and help spread the word by leaving a review. The HR Rescue Podcast is made possible by HR Shield, the firm consulting group of Tampa, and your host, Jenny Stone. Here we go! This podcast was recorded in Tampa, Florida and Greenville, South Carolina, and was produced by Lonnie West at LRW Media Studios. Find us in your favorite podcast app or online at hr-rescue.com.